Hi, friends, and welcome to another episode of Lionsgate Podcast with Saudi and Omni. I'm Omni. And I'm Saudi. And today we will be talking all about aliens. Saudi's going to be starting off with her abduction story. I'm going to chit chat about starseeds. We'll talk about Stonehenge and the government and their involvement in aliens. And even Elon Musk is going to get in there. But first, we have our question of the week. If you have any questions or even stories you want us to share online, make sure you hit the follow button on our Facebook page, Lionsgate Podcast with Saudi and Omni. Or you can follow us on TikTok for some highlights. That's under Saudi and Omni. Omni, or you can email us at saudianomni at gmail.com. That's S-A-H-D-I-A-N-D-O-M-N-I at gmail.com. All right. So Saudi, you talked about ancestor money. How do you get it, make it, and put energy into it? Okay. So that's a great question. I usually order my ancestor money online. It's made on a special kind of paper called Joe paper. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to, you can make it yourself at home. If you have a printer, okay. I would recommend getting Joe paper though, to mm-hmm. put into your printer. It just is the currency is better when you do it like that. And then you can also write your intent on the ancestor money mm-hmm. with a Sharpie or with a pen. When you're burning it, it's the currency in the spirit realm because of the Joe paper and the intention. Is that what gives it? It's energy. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So it's basis behind it. Right. So you don't need to do any kind of ceremony over it or anything. No. Okay. You can though, like there's times that I'll put different kind of herbs and I'll rub it all over my money. Attraction oil. You can rub it on your ancestor money. You can get really creative with it if you want to. And I know you talked about calling ancestors to you known and unknown. And if I want to connect to my unknown ancestors, I can put that and magic marker on there. Like I'm calling to my unknown ancestors to Mm -hmm. strengthen my line or for extra support. Exactly. Okay. I didn't know a lot of that. So I think that's a great question. Thank you. Great question. Thank you. Thank you for writing in. All right. So we're going to kick off this episode with Saudi's abduction story, which is huge because she's never actually shared this out in the open before. So do you want to start from the beginning? Like what was your first encounter or memory? All right. So my first memory, I was seven years old. I was asleep in bed and I have always slept on my stomach. I still do to this day. And I've never been much of the type of person that moves around in my sleep or wakes up in different positions. So on this particular night, I woke up. I didn't wake up slowly. I woke up to like an abrupt wake up. I remember just opening my eyes and feeling scared, like startled. I was upside down on my bed, laying straight on my back with my arms and my legs both spread apart. I was seven years old. So I remember thinking, why am I laying like this? So I slowly kind of curled my arms up into my chest and closed my legs and climbed up slowly back to my part of the bed. And I remember the feeling now when I look back on it, it was violated. Mm -hmm. That was the feeling that I had. But at seven years old, I didn't really know what violated meant. Right. I felt like somebody had done something to me and I didn't know what it was because I didn't have the memory. Right. I remember looking into the hallway because my hallway light was on. My door was open a crack and I saw this shadowy figure. At first, when I looked, I thought it was my mom or dad. Then I noticed that the shadow wasn't on the ground. It was straight up and down. And I was like, that's weird. Shadows are supposed to be on the ground or on a wall. This actually looks like the human figure. And when I looked at it, I just froze and panicked. And at first I couldn't even scream. But when I did finally scream, it moved and disappeared. 
sorry. <laughs> right. And so I just started screaming for my mom and dad and they both woke up and they ran into my room, turned on the lights. And I was like, there's a man here. There's somebody here. And I was screaming and freaking out. And of course, my parents thought there was somebody in the house. Mm-hmm. So they checked the house from top to bottom. And it was like one of those nights like you must have had a nightmare. You just had a bad dream. And I went back to sleep eventually, but it was a really hard night and it was traumatic for me. So I remember that. It made my stomach flip when you said it. Mm-hmm. Mood when you yelled. <laughs> yeah, it was almost like a man just standing there looking at me and he was really just still. And then as soon as I screamed, he just ran. He just disappeared. Mm. And now when I look back on it after all of the experiences that I've had, I know in my mind and my heart that that was an alien. Yeah. Yeah. I know I I put me back in my bed and then my mom was pretty obsessed, not obsessed with aliens, but she was really Mm. into sci-fi. So I grew up on all the sci-fi stuff. And so when I was little, I would always draw aliens. And then when I would draw humans, I would draw them with this. I wish I had a picture from one of the, because I drew these all the time. I draw them with a huge head, kind of like an alien, big eyes, kind of like an alien, but they were humans. And I draw them all the time. Like, well, you never know. You might have been abducted. mm -hmm. And I I feel like there's more of us out there Mm -hmm. than people realize. Right. And you don't remember a lot of it. Because I know growing up, I was looking back on it, I know that I was abducted. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. But I didn't remember. A lot of it. You know what I mean? There was just signs there. Right. It happened. So did you have like dreams and stuff? I would have dreams. The the second time that really sticks with me, I was about and this is a little graphic. This is talking about pregnancy and miscarriage and things like that. So if you're sensitive, this is a warning on that. I was 13 years old and I had a dream that I was in some kind of illuminated ship and there was these beings around me three beings around me. And it was really hard for me to make out their face because I was screaming and I was terrified. Mm. And I remember just like little tiny bits and pieces of, and I woke up, I went to go use the bathroom and I was heavily bleeding. At the time I just started my period. Mm -hmm. I didn't really know what it was supposed to feel like or what it was supposed to be like. So I remember just crying and cramping, crying and cramping for like an hour in my bathroom in the middle of the night after this dream. Mm -hmm. And I remember crawling into the bathtub to try to stop the pain. I had blood clots, 13 years old, my first period. And then I remember getting back into bed and not going to school the next day. And my mom was giving me like Motrin and heating pads and and stuff like that. It's kind of hard to talk about it because, you know, and it wasn't until later in life that I kind of connected the dots of everything that had happened. I was actually pregnant when I was 21 years old. I had gone to the doctor. They heard the heartbeat. I was definitely pregnant. Mm -hmm. And I had a dream. A lot like the dream that I'd had when I was 13. But in this specific dream, there was a hybrid there. He kind of looked alien-like. He had big eyes, chiseled features. He was really handsome. Mm -hmm. And he was comforting me and telling me, you'll see your baby again. And he just kept saying it over and over again. I remember looking around the room and everything seemed kind of just illuminated. It felt like I was in a hospital setting. Mm -hmm. I was begging him, please don't take my baby. Please don't take and he was just comforting me saying that you'll see him again and he told me it was a boy (laughs) was it weird to you that you were pregnant no it wasn't I was with somebody and I ended up having my daughter with the same person a year later oh okay so I was dating somebody so anyway I had this dream and I woke up and at the time I lived with my mom 
and I woke my mom up. I was like, mom, this dream, it like really freaked me out. And I told her about it and we just kind of cuddled up in bed together and she comforted me and she's like, you're okay. Like people that are pregnant have really weird dreams. You're fine. So I got to use the bathroom and there was blood. Mm. So we get up in the middle of the night again. This always happens to me like around two or three, four o'clock in the morning. Mm hmm. She rushes me to the hospital and they couldn't find the heartbeat. They put me in for an ultrasound and they told me that it was called, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but it's like a blighted ovium. It's a very common condition for women to have where the baby doesn't form properly. Mm -hmm. So the sac is still there and your body still thinks you're pregnant. So you'll pass pregnancy tests, you still have morning sickness and your body is treating your body like you have a pregnancy there. Mm -hmm. But it's just the sac your body actually absorbs the baby. How do they explain the heartbeat then? Well, see, that's the thing. They never could explain that part. So when I got in there, they're like, yeah, see, there's an empty sack. There's no baby. And I was like, well, what the fuck? How did they hear a heartbeat at the doctor last week? Like, did my body absorb this embryo in a week? Yeah. Like that would be something I would think that would happen like a genetic something wrong with the baby and it dies and then slowly happens. There was absolutely no baby in there. And so I had to get a DNC and they took that out. But now like I've done so much research and it is so common for women that have been abducted to have this scenario happen with them as well. Mm-hmm. I think when all of the dots started to connect with me, you know, I had a feeling maybe I'd been abducted, but it's like you're in a dream state. You can't really, I couldn't really remember every detail. I remember just having dreams. Right. I was probably about 27 years old and I ended up in the emergency room because of an emergency hysterectomy. I was basically bleeding to death. Oh my God. And so they rushed me in and after the surgery, It was a female doctor and I was in recovery and she was like, I just have a question for you. Just doctor to patient. There's no judgment here. And I was like, what's the question? And she was like, how many abortions have you had? Just out of curiosity. And I was like, rude. Yeah. I was (laughs) like, well, I've had my DNC and I've had my three kids and I've had one abortion and she said no you can be honest with me she kind of laughed at me and she was like you can be honest like how many have you actually had because I've never seen that amount of scar tissue Mm -hmm. she's like I almost had to cut you completely open to get your uterus out because it was so scarred and just attached and she's like this is just out of pure curiosity like I said no judgment and I was like well how many abortions do you think I've had like what are you trying to say I was so confused because this doctor's not believing that I've had natural childbirth. Mm-hmm. She said it looked like I had over 20 to maybe 40 abortions oh because of the scar tissue and the way that it looked, the scraping of it. Oh my God. I think in her mind, she was thinking, God, how many? Right. <laughs> you know, just out of curiosity, like how many times have you gone in? Because this looks intense. Did you ever end up having any scarring that you couldn't explain? After any dreams or just randomly, any marks and stuff? I mean, I do have a mark in my back. And I don't want to say that it's an implant. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. You showed Mm -hmm. me that. It's like a hole. Yeah, it's kind of like a hole in my back. Yeah. And I don't know what's in there. Yeah. Uh, So it's always made me kind of feel weird. Mm -hmm. And what was really weird about it is they say that it goes down the family line. Mm -hmm. Right. 
And so my daughters had very similar experiences. Mm -hmm. And when she was 12, we noticed one on the back of her neck. And it wasn't there before. It was when she started her period, 12 years old, that we noticed this mark in her back. I didn't know that. I'm not saying that that's what that was, but it's coincidental. What about your mom? My mom, it's really hard to get information out of my mom. Um, She believes in pretty much everything, but... She doesn't like talking. It makes her uncomfortable. I just don't think that if if anything was to happen to her like that, if she would totally remember. Yeah. You know, if she's open to that. It has been a theory that people who are abducted end up having gifts, like Mm -hmm. psychic gifts, or they pick up on these and you're a medium. And that might be a part of it too. I mean, there's a few different theories that maybe they take from you, but they give to you as well. And they might alter your DNA a little bit to make you more sensitive to your sixth sense or to different frequencies or right. you know things like that. Yeah, it was crazy though because once th- that doctor told me that, I just knew. Yeah. That every single dream that I had, every time that I felt violated, you know, wake up two or three o'clock in the morning. And this would happen like once a year, my entire life. That's crazy. You know, I could go on and on and tell more and more stories, but those are the main ones. And I've kind of like, I've never had it happen since my hysterectomy. I was going to ask you that. Yeah. So once they took my uterus out, no more abductions, no more nightmares, no more. That's crazy. Yeah. So not crazy. Maybe they were just done with me at that point. Yeah. We've used you for what we needed to. Do you have any theories on what it was for? I think it's a hybrid program mm-hmm. because I've had other dreams where I've, and this is going to sound really weird, but I've had dreams that I've met my kids, some of my hybrid kids. And what I think they're doing is they're splicing alien DNA mm-hmm. with human DNA to make a hybrid community. Mm-hmm. And I think they're actually maybe in a different solar system. Yeah. You know, they take them and they, plant them and it's not i mean it sounds weird or crazy or whatever Mm -hmm. you want to say how did we get here (laughs) exactly and there's so many solar systems so many planets actually the government came out in what was it 2020 Mm -hmm. in the middle of the pandemic and they're just like oh yeah pentagon's like drops this bomb Mm -hmm. i guess and was like by the way uh uh aliens are real yeah and, <laughs> and nobody cared at that no, it was so funny everyone was like we don't give a fuck i anymore. mean if that would have happened like in the 60s yeah. everybody would have been like oh my god yeah like freaking out and we're just like mm-hmm, we already knew that yeah we already knew that for one and yeah, for but, two we we're in the middle of a pandemic I, right. I think we all of us were like what what else could happen nothing surprises us anymore <laughs> okay so we are going to talk about star seeds we had talked about this in season one a little bit i actually did a little quiz online you can do a quiz and i just did it for fun because to see what resonates with you we talked about star seeds a little bit when we were talking about the blu-ray beans mm-hmm. and i really seemed to resonate with them i i kind of looked into some books i did most of my research online so you could do your research too to put it in my own words star seeds are basically the theory that uh, a hybrid alien soul has reincarnated into a human body and that we're here for a certain mission. Mm-hmm. Me and Saudi have our own theories that we'll bring up after this, but that you have a mission and you, a lot of times it is said that if you are empathic or maybe clairvoyant or have psychic abilities that you could be a star seed and that there's different kinds of races of star seeds. Most of the collective believe that it is a soul reincarnation. So that we're here on a certain kind of mission to basically 
enlighten the human race and help everyone ascend, which I don't necessarily disagree with. When I was researching, Steger describes star people, he didn't call them star seeds, in his 1976 book on contactees as humans who come from a special gene pool linked to visits by extraterrestrials. Listening to your story, would you think you're a star seed or maybe your hybrid children are? If Steger were here mm-hmm. to analyze I think this, we're all star seeds. Yeah. You know, that's my belief. Yeah. Um, some people are more conscious mm-hmm. of their mission here than others. Mm-hmm. So they might be able to connect to being called a star seed. But I think we all are. Yeah. I mean, where did we come from? Right. Like, honestly, it's like, kind of weird that like in our immediate vicinity that we know of only Earth inhabits life mm-hmm. close to human life. You know what I mean? Right. In my heart and my soul, I believe we were planted here. Yeah. All of us were the mm-hmm. human race and the other races that came before that, yeah. too, all the way back to like Neanderthal, you know, and there's so many like theories out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're finding civilizations that are buried underwater. Yep. That they're dating back like 75,000 years ago. And you know what I mean? And it was this beautifully constructed, it looked like they had high knowledge mm-hmm. of mathematics and some of the things that are found under there looks like they were made with laser precision. Yeah, like the 75, technology. 75,000 years ago or more. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm like... Like the technology that they have found from thousands of years ago already precedes the technology of where we're at today. Right. I was like, I bet Atlantis was mm-hmm. real. I, or I bet it still is real. I bet that's where the aliens are. I mean, no proof in e- in either direction, but I'm leaning more towards, yeah. you know, because when I was little and I, w- I would ask questions, yeah. you know, it was always such a black or white answer. Mm-hmm. There's no way that if we can't, if it takes us this long to get to the moon, then there's no way way that people from other solar systems and now with like in the last even like 20 years Mm -hmm. 50 years our technology has just like exploded yeah and so if i was to talk to somebody 50 years ago and be like oh i can hold a cell phone on my hand and there's internet and explain that to them they'd be like bullshit dude even me even me trying to explain to my kids about like oh you're so lucky to have youtube for Mm -hmm. everything i remember when there was no cable yeah you know what I mean? I remember you had to get on your Jesus. bike and go, you know yep. what I mean? But I, I mean, seriously, right. though, I'm not even 50 yet. Yeah. So it's when crazy. I was a teenager and young adult, there was none of the things that we have right now. And so can you imagine us in a thousand years? Mm-hmm. Well, how far we've come in 50 years? Yeah. Where could we be in a thousand years? Right. Or 10,000 years? or a million years so yeah maybe we can't but who's to say that there's not another life form out there mm-hmm. that can yeah that can cross through dimensional portals and string or, theory to them is taught in kindergarten you know what yeah. I, I mean uh, as, as far as advanced as they are i remember listening to a documentary where they found a civilization in a, like a sinkhole oh in forest. china yeah. Yeah. They found a f- whole forest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like thousands of feet below. Yeah. It was like Jurassic Park up in there. Yeah. That's yeah, what, it was, it was like that's crazy. So cool. it doesn't, I don't know why it doesn't probably. With all these like ant life bugs and mm-hmm. little animals and stuff that we don't have up here. I don't want to get too far off subject, but mm-hmm. this links in too, where they found the dinosaur. It's a reptilian. It's prehistoric alligator. It's really fucking freaky looking. But also it was in full tact. 
So mm-hmm. usually when they find bones and prehistoric fossils, they're not intact. So... I mean, they have a pretty good guess of how dinosaurs are put together, but it's pretty very rare to find them intact. And they found this, an alligator with a really long neck and super sharp teeth. It it predated back when the dinosaur, it's like the dinosaur mm-hmm. era. And it reminded me of the Loch Ness Monster. I remember sending you like a really long voice clip about this and being alien. Um, yeah, I remember uh, that. <laughs> Like about the guy, I swear this links. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, I bet. Could you imagine if those live deep out in the ocean? Because a lot of our ocean, we don't even fuck with. Like right. the government says, nope, we don't even uh-huh. go there. There's parts in Alaska where they're like, we can't even go there and roam around. It's off limits, right? To the public. Uh-huh. Why is that? Yeah, we know more about space than we do about our own earth our own like earth. my theory well, is i think it is that they know yes there's somebody that knows but they don't want <laughs> they us don't want to the know. public to, to know. know right and then it gets shoved into the whole conspiracy theory thing it does you know what i mean and then they just make it look like oh yeah right like yeah. that's not but it's part of the agenda I right believe, you know so they I, know they leaked enough during COVID. i think probably because tiktok was coming out where all these people were having so much video footage mm-hmm. of like tiktok really kind of was a game changer to keep us all communicating with each other because you can't really say oh it was a hot air balloon when it's he said she said yes you can but when it's like oh no look at this here's 30 videos of phoenix of a of a ufo above mm-hmm. phoenix here's 30 videos at the same time from 30 different people you can't fake that so i think right. that they were forced. yeah and like in in california too mm-hmm. this in in there was like 20 30 thousand people that had mm-hmm. seen this shit calling into 911 mm-hmm. it's all over everybody's talking about it people are out there with their cameras yep but that's a conspiracy theory too mm-hmm. like it just got kind of shoved into that I think that people, space, and it happened over a period of three days. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't like know that. High ranking officials that are like, look what at this hell? shit. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. So, it's so taboo when it comes to like aliens, even though they've admitted it. Yeah. They've admitted it freely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We don't know what that was. Yeah. It's, it wasn't us. Wasn't us. It wasn't anybody from this planet. Yeah. They you don't know? even go here. <laughs> <laughs> But there's still going to be the people that are just like, I don't believe it. Yeah. You know, I don't care if 20,000 people saw UFOs for yeah. three days in a row or they feel know, safer. Like yeah. Because it's not just that 30,000 mm-hmm. people or whatever, 30 people. It doesn't matter how many people mm-hmm. saw it. Uh, well, it does. But like even something that big, mm-hmm. they can kind of contain because it's he said, she said. Right. But now we're in mm-hmm. the day of cell phones and videos. But then they, you know, they write it off and they're like, oh, it was a satellite. Yeah. Or it was this no. launching or that launching or... I don't even think they try that know? anymore. I, I, since I they feel, came out... I feel out, like it's so far... I feel like it's just... It, it's advanced so far now that they don't even care to hide it. That's how I feel. They're not even hiding it anymore. Yeah. They, so they're like, we already like, said it was real. Who cares? Yeah. And so once you take the thrill away from it, uh-huh. everybody else is like, okay, I don't really care either. Yeah. They're not attacking us. It's fine. Right. Like, until you get abducted and then, and then it's like, a whole different the? story you wake up in a ship somewhere right no kidding and, uh, i have a um like another thing that i kind of wanted to touch on when it comes to that so you know how we'll go out in the wild and we'll mm-hmm. find you know for experiments or whatever mm-hmm. um we'll go find like a bird or something and bring it into a lab yeah and chip it and do all these things to it and of course the bird doesn't understand it was yeah. sleeping in its nest and then all of a sudden it woke up 
yeah. there's humans standing around it, you know, in mm-hmm. lab coats or whatever. And of course the animal is going to flail and it's going to freak out and it's going to th- really feel traumatized through that. And I was thinking that it's not like I want to get abducted again, but coming from the place where I am right now, mm-hmm. I kind of wish I would have had this type of energy about me mm-hmm. back then. Cause would it have been different maybe had I been open to what they were doing? Right. You know, wake up in a strange place and instead of freaking out, be like, hi. Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah. And you being open I mean? to their your mind, like. Instead of freaking out, because yeah. of course they're going to drug you. Okay. She's freaking out. She's waking up. Well, we have drugs today that give people amnesia. If they can get here from another solar system yeah. and be invisible and abduct you in your sleep and all that, I'm sure they know how to make you forget. And it's or implant memories or, oh, yeah. or things like that. Okay, so we were talking about star seeds. I think that wraps that subject up, but we wanted to bleed into like Stonehenge and stuff. We did talk about like the other civilization. I kind of have a theory about Atlantis and how like, no, I think that's still here today. That's just some like aliens live there. <laughs> At this point, I'm just like, I don't really want to knock any theories. Because you never know. Because a lot of these conspiracy theories that people used to laugh at 20 years Mm -hmm. ago and be like, that's some bullshit. Well, it's true. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and some of them aren't. Or they went out and got proof. And they're like, what do you think about this? Yeah. Even just looking at our planet and the things that are on it, like Stonehenge, for example, right? Everybody talks about Stonehenge. There's even, of course, you know, people are going to think this is bullshit too. But the natives, and this has been passed down through generation and generation, that they said that Merlin, the magician, held a wand and it levitated these stones. Oh, I you know forgot. I mean? you, so when yeah. you hear stories like that, you want to be like, oh, okay, Merlin, the magician. Hold on. But then people, people <laughs> but what say- what if he was an alien? Yeah. Or people like believe Maybe in the- really saw that shit. Yeah. They believe in the Bible. Why mm-hmm. not? right what if jesus was an alien he might have been i'm not being blasphemous i'm just saying keep your minds open right (laughs) keep your minds open i mean okay so this is where i really try to wrap my brain around how right right so stonehenge they got the stones for one thing from 200 miles away and these people didn't have cars right they they were walking and i think that's like probably if you're brisk walking that's probably like 100 hours right straight walking if you walk for 24 hours yeah it took them a hot minute to get to these stones where they were and then they had to carve them Mm -hmm. while they were there and each one of them weighed 25 tons yeah plus 25 tons that's a thick girl so (laughs) i I did the map on it right and i was like okay so 200 miles away and and this isn't a flat ground there are hills and there's Mm -hmm. everything obstacles to get back yeah so i found out that it takes an average of 77 people to lift one ton an inch off the ground and then put it back down and these are (laughs) sorry it sounds like uh sounds like tiring and i don't want to do it i think i said 25 tons i meant 250 tons so You've got 250 tons. That would be 20,000 people going 200 miles away to lift this one, okay, stone an inch off the ground Mm -hmm. and move it an inch towards the goal of where Stonehenge is. I'd quit. Right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and, and why? Would they do this, right? Like, why would they go that far away to get these specific stones? Yeah. And then that heavy and then move them, right? It just just kind of like blows. (laughs) You know what would be funny? If we walked 100 100 hours and went and got these really big ass stones and brought them back. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's not just one. There's like 80 of them. There's a bunch. There's like fucking 
80 of these things these 250 right. ton so it's like what's more what's more unbelievable that, that they, aliens did? yeah <laughs> yeah right what's mm. more unbelievable that these people like and the chisels yeah. and little hammers how does 77 people even get around one of these too no, that's the it, other thing but it would have to be 20,000 people because that was if it was just one ton yeah oh shit yeah, yeah. so I was like well how much for one ton and it was like Google and it was like 77 people can, if they're really strong, they can lift up one ton with all four of their f- eight fingers, you know, and their yeah. thumb and everybody pulls in. They can probably lift it yeah, an inch and put it back down. They can't even fit around a stone like that. That many people. Right. So what's more unbelievable. So, but they probably have rope and stuff. What The rope can't handle that much weight. Even right. if everybody has one a rope tied to them, these 20,000 people are. Or whatever Where do they the get these rope like, from? I'm doing the math and I'm like, Where what? Where do they get the rope from? Right. Aliens. Aliens. Exactly what I was going to say. Alien ropes. <laughs> I, I mean, I would believe that Merlin mm-hmm. had a magic wand that um, it maybe was like an acoustic technology for levitation because we're dabbling in that now. You know, we take like a little golf ball and we send frequencies to it and the golf ball can levitate. Right. And they would take particular types of stones and stuff. That so I believe that that right. sounds that sounds magical and scientific. It really does. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> I would believe that Merlin was probably an alien an alien wizard duh right (laughs) but i mean there's another theory too that we are the aliens yeah you know yeah no we are the aliens Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they are us just in the future we just got rid of of the dinosaurs and came we have it (laughs) (laughs) well we'll get into that with elon Musk. oh yeah 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 yeah. but anyway in um (laughs) bolivia up in the andes mountain Mm -hmm. okay it's called puma punku and they have these stone blocks 20 Five twenty six feet mm-hmm. long, and they're all exactly the same. There are these H blocks. I was watching Ancient Aliens. Oh, I love Ancient Aliens. I wonder if they did an episode on this because oh, it sounds did. familiar. They did. Okay, I'm okay. sure. I know what you're talking did. about then, and it was like up on. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I got excited. It was up on a <laughs> what hill. Do you remember? Or uh, it was like in the forest, right? No, it was in the Andes Mountains in okay. Bolivia. Maybe it's a different. But these these stones were mm-hmm. like, and they look like H blocks. Like these humongous blocks look like they fit into each other. It's a different one. Go on okay. with yours, then I'll <clears throat> tell you mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they're like 13,000 feet up on this mountain. And they've got these H blocks and they're huge. Okay. So they're dating them back, right? They yeah. have these scientists and they're dating. You can't really date stone, but they were saying they can date the things around the stone. So they're thinking no, that they're just like, like, I could date whoever I want. <laughs> no, sorry. The, the, the carbon dating or whatever, the other materials that are around these yeah. structures that were probably back from 15... 15,000 BC, which is like 17,000 years ago. It looks like they use lasers on these because they're so strategically made. Right. When you put them together, you can't even put a dollar bill in between. They fit so perfectly. Damn. The civilization back then was like in the Bronze Age, so Mm -hmm. they just didn't have the tools to do that. And if you look under a microscope, you would be able to see chisel marks, and they didn't see that. Nope. And then how? And then there's just so many of them and they're exactly the same. Right. And then they have intricate designs within them. Like how the fuck do you do that? 3D printer. And then they have these like, <laughs> right. Exactly. An ancient mm-hmm. 3D printer. Exactly. They're all exactly the same. They're unflawed. How do you explain that? Even us today, you give us no tools at all or maybe some hammers and chisels. We couldn't do that. Nope. Like honestly, we couldn't. Even so if they didn't like have a that technology, how could they have done it? Right. They even have like drill holes perfectly 
put through them. So it looked like they were linking them together. The episode I saw was it was somewhere in a forest. It was like up on kind of like a mountain, but it was more like a hill. Mm-hmm. These stones that were everywhere, they were like really long, but they were, it almost looked like when a volcano erupts, mm-hmm. the stone comes out of it, but these were cut precisely. Mm-hmm. And the way they were laid out down this hill made it seem like it was a pyramid, but it was dated back 15,000 years, which mm-hmm. was before humans were supposed to even have right. been here. Yeah, like yeah. this is dated 17,000 exactly. years ago. And I think and humans, it could have been farther back than that. Like seven, 8,000 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Neanderthals or whatnot. Mm-hmm. The stones that were up on the hill were found nowhere in this forest, anywhere close to it. I wish I can remember where that and was then it, And then the question is, Okay, even if we did do it, why? That's what I was thinking. Why? I have a theory. We do that. Okay, what? So there's pyramids all over the world, Mm -hmm. different cultures, so many miles apart. What if those? I'm a big Stargate fan. (laughs) When I was young, I like wrote a part two to that movie, thinking I would publish it. And then I was in the grocery store and my little heart broke when I saw that they already wrote one. Um, I was really young. Anyways, what if those are the hub for the vibration that Mm -hmm. transfers us? What Mm -hmm. if Stargate, the movie, Mm -hmm. with the water portal, what if that is based on some sort of reality? Mm -hmm. Well, they talk about things like that, too, and like ancient Mm -hmm. cultures and stuff that they pass down Mm -hmm. um, through word of mouth and through stories. Um, The Aborigines and different cultures out there, it's few and far between these days. They'll tell you. Like you go to Peru mm-hmm. and you spend any time with these shamans. They call them the star people, the people that came from the stars. And you ask some of the Aztecs, you know, like, did you build this? And they say, no, it was here when we got here, yeah. you know, and you can tell like that they've added on to it. And you can distinctly tell the difference between what the Aztecs did and what must have already been there. Yeah. And they don't try to say that they did it. They don't claim it. Right. say that it was here before we got here. Right. We found it. We have a show that's on TV here. Mm-hmm. And in that satellite, it takes hundreds of years to reach another solar system. And so to travel with our technology or our idea of mm-hmm. higher technology, it would take so long. But if we had, what if the pyramids were a transference of that energy where you can teleport from one place to another? Right. And it's not too, it's not so far-fetched because if you think of Star Trek, they had little phones and they actually were a precursor to our technology today. They Mm -hmm. actually, Star Trek and that, they weren't called phones on the show. They were like, kind of like walkie-talkies, but kind of like phones. Right. But they actually are the reason why we have cell phones today. That wasn't thought of in that time. That imagination with my quote quotation marks <laughs> is what brought about the boom of having a cell phone. I look at like, okay, well, what about Stargate? There has to be some mm-hmm. truth into that. I believe in that. Yeah. For sure. Because there's so many cultures around the world yeah. that talk about that. Right. And they didn't even have any contact no. either. And they still hold some of these places mm-hmm. sacred. You know, yep. the elders will still go to these places to meditate and, and tap into that fragment of that energy that's mm-hmm. still left over from these places. And there's ley lines and there's spots on the earth everywhere that have, you can follow the path of yeah. it around the globe that has different energy. Some of these tribes that have really dated ones have never interacted with the outside world. They have no knowledge of anything right. else. And then we just look at them like, oh, they're... They're, they don't know anything. Uh-huh. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, they just know their little world. Yeah. It's like they know a lot more than a lot mm-hmm. of us. 
right. with phones in our hands. Even in on pyramids on the walls, they have engravings of alien like where scholars have really looked at hieroglyphics where they've really lasered in. And I think on um, one of the documentaries I was watching, they showed, well, this is a spaceship. It's a spaceship. And they, oh, yeah. they studied the ancient hieroglyphic and they're mm-hmm. like, well, this is where the foot would go on the pedal. Oh, yeah. And it even looked like he was wearing like a helmet. Yeah. And a breathing tube down his nose. Yeah. I've seen that, too. Yeah. And those are thousands of years old. Mm Kind of weird how they would have that on a wall. I was in a spaceship. Yeah. (laughs) We we just invented those, I thought. We're so smart. But it's not real. Yeah. It's not real. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 